Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I'm talking about misinterpretation. And um, I do it all the time, and we all do, and we don't always see it. <laughs> um, you know, we we see somebody doing something, and then we and we have a rant to ourselves, either out loud or in our heads, and then it turns out that person isn't behaving at all how we we think they're behaving. Um, there are, I'm sure you've got loads of examples of this. I'll tell you where I first became aware of this, although I didn't quite understand it in the same way that I do now. And that was when I was a head teacher. And um, it seemed to me that when girls, <laughs> particularly girls, boys seemed to fall out in a very different way. They just kind of fell out and then they were friends again the next day. When girls fell out, it was a really interesting experience in that often the the problems that seem to be continued with these girls were to do with how they misinterpreted the look on another girl's face because i had so many conversations with these girls who would say to me um well i i've seen how she looks at me or she didn't say good morning to me today or she's she you know we were in the cloakroom and I saw her with a dirty look on her face and that was about me and um and back then I probably didn't explain it I, I think I understood that the girls were misinterpreting but I didn't quite understand it on the level which I understand it now and that is that a look on somebody's face has no meaning none whatsoever until we insert some meaning into that and and i still i still do this often where i you know my my fiance in particular i'll do the are you okay you know you, you look like you're not okay you sure you're okay do you tell me that you're not okay and i'll go on and on now sometimes it appears that i'm right in that eventually after minutes of being pestered by me he will say oh actually yeah I'm a bit worried about something or I'm upset about something or something he said earlier I didn't like or whatever but often it is just how I am seeing him now he's a person that's close to me and so I do have a sense of of a connection to him that means that sometimes I I do see that he's upset about something and I, I am right <laughs> that there's something amiss in him but if you can imagine these year four, it was always year four girls. That's when it started and it didn't really finish till they went to high school. <laughs> so that was like three whole years of them doing this kind of thing. Clearly, that's an exaggeration, but um, it seemed to be they went on and on and on. 
Um, and th this, it, it kind of affected every single aspect of their relationships, really, because the, what happens then is, first of all, we see a look on somebody's face and we interpret that to mean something. Then it's what that means about me, about us. What 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 are they thinking about us? What they what are they what, how are they judging us? Do they not like our outfit? Do our trainers not cool enough? Whatever stories it is, but it's there's something about realizing something helpful I think to realize that that is not reality that is not you taking a photograph of the world and interpreting it accurately that is us projecting our idea about the world and how it works and what's right and what's wrong and what people think about us it's us creating that which is a really different different thing a completely different reality basically we think that our reality the reality is that person is thinking something bad of us or has something um on their mind or whatever else but really the reality is that what we are seeing is our interpretation of that our perspective on that it's it's what our thinking attaches to in some way and that's how the misinterpretation occurs and there are lots and lots of places where this adding of a story to a, a blank canvas so it's like well it's it is like actually going to the art gallery and looking at a painting and deciding what all the people who were being painted are thinking and thinking you know that it's really no different to that and we can have fun doing that can't we we can have fun in a story about what that little man with the barrow of straws thinking and what that lady picking the straws thinking and <laughs> what the horse is thinking maybe um and we can have fun with that. And it's it's a it's a game. You go to an art gallery and you might do that. Oh, you know, that woman on the chaise long there. She looks like she's really not very happy. I wonder what was going on for her at the time. Um, uncomfortable underwear or, <laughs> or something. We can make something up and we can have fun with it. But but if we're doing that with our relationships, we're not seeing those people without our thinking. Now, that's not an easy thing to do, but it's an easier thing to notice, I think. If I start to notice that I've got a story about what someone else is thinking about me or how someone else is or they're in a bad mood or whatever else, that will probably feel uncomfortable in my body. It will feel a little bit icky or it will feel unpleasant. I'll probably, you know, for me, I might feel a little bit of a stomachy feeling or whatever. Now that feeling is your guidance. Always, always. Uh, your feeling is going to tell you that you're misinterpreting. Because that's your wisdom. Your wisdom is in your body. It's the closest you're ever going to get to, uh, you know, to a deep connection to wisdom is this feeling that you get when you are misinterpreting somebody else's look on their face or behavior. 
And just bringing some awareness to that can can be really, really helpful. It can, it can help us to start to notice where those stories are probably taking us into a not very nice place. Noticing our misinterpretations is actually all we need to do. We don't need to do anything else. We don't need to do some affirmations to get rid of them or tap them out or anything else or journal them away. We just need to notice them. And to realise that the misinterpretation is a possibility. Like if you believe everything that goes across here, across your head, is through your thinking, day in, day out, then you are going to struggle to see that you're misinterpreting. Whereas when you come from a place of realising that everything that passes across your head is just what you learnt from other people, who some of whom aren't probably even alive now, <laughs> um, and that you've carried around since being very small, your the whole of your reality is seen through those lenses like it is like you're wearing these these um you know i'm wearing the claire the claire downham goggles and i'm looking at the world through them but those goggles weren't even made by me they were made by other people whose goggles were made by other people whose goggles were made by other people and yet it's so easy to believe that isn't it to believe the goggle thinking. <laughs> I'm not sure what goggle thinking is, but it feels quite useful um, to not even see that we're wearing the goggles. That's the place to start this exploration is to realise that you are wearing someone else's goggles and seeing the word, the world through through those goggles. Once you start to see that, there's the world opens up and you start to connect to other people without seeing them through the goggles as much and seeing them much more as a connection to you. So enjoy that exploration. Enjoy becoming aware of your misinterpreting goggles. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.